this is my last track. And um, I really dig this track right here. And uh, it's one of those things that um, anybody that's into music, whether you're into beat music or whether hip hop or soul or reggae or any genre that you're into, um, if you really appreciate music, you'll be into it. So. you forgot since I've gone a while without talking, my name is David K. Martin and for the next carton of smokes, I'm going to reintroduce myself to you fine folks and hopefully get this gimmick back up and running the way it originally intended. That's right y'all, welcome back to MLW History. Trademark. <laughs> I'm a blunt man who says what he thinks and feels and I have no format for today. I'm just shooting the shit with you guys on this episode to address my absence. But I suppose I should break the ice by talking about the podcast itself first, so for the next little while, or really however long I feel, I'm just going to be putting out some less researched content. I, I guess that's a shitty way of being honest, but the truth is I... I do know quite a bit off the top of my head with everything that I've learned already, so I like to try and use some of my actual knowledge to my advantage as far as time is concerned when it comes to recording and uploading episodes. Like, I... Fuck, I have many, many fucking books all solely devoted to Canadian wrestling history in specific. However, like, really only one actually bridges the gap of how wrestling got started here in Canada, and even more specifically, northern Northern Ontario. So, it took me a long time to realize, oh shit, if I want to tell the origin story behind the history of Canadian professional wrestling, I would first have to learn mostly everything on the entire history of wrestling globally, and then contact my local public <laughs> my local, my old public school back in Tavistock to get some goddamn textbooks so I can remember everything I've forgotten on the fucking goddamn evolution of Canada, for lack of a better phrase. And look, I, I never want to come off as an accidental idiot or someone spreading lies or misinformation. So with all that being said, I need... fuck. I probably need a tremendous amount of time just to spend learning everything that's required of me to tell you all the proper story of my country's history. Years! Most likely since this is just a one-man power trip. But with that out of the way, before we begin with today's program, I guess, I would like to personally address my absence. Like, not just from this podcast, but completely separating myself from my friends, my family, the internet, and most of all society over the course of the past year. I know my private life is nobody's business, nor should anyone really care, but uh, I, um, I really enjoyed doing this, and I loved the work I did and the connections I was making. Plus, with it being a global pandemic, it certainly gave me something progressive to do with my own time. I, I, I would hope that anybody listening to this can hopefully relate to what I'm saying here. Because unbelievably, 
My dad got hurt at work maybe three times over the course of the past five years working for the same place. And that would be from, I don't know, age 45 to age 50 I'm talking about here. So he's certainly not a younger man, but, you know, he's got the body of a wrestler, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, in more ways than one. And look, uh, so legally, like, I can't really get into this. But essentially, his place of work employed a woman who did not file any. And I literally mean any of his WSIB paperwork nor were any records of his accidents accounted for despite my dad going to the hospital on every occasion you know are you following me here all right like this is just completely illegal but unfortunately even in canada a first world country for smaller factories and foundries this isn't very uncommon because of insurance purposes i guess so where we're at now is uh he has two different lawyers from two completely different firms taking care of both his former employer and WSIB, so fucking hell, man. Like, And with all that in mind and the circumstances of COVID being amongst my reality, <laughs> I got my girlfriend pregnant around the time of my birthday last November. But, um, she had an accident. Man, miscarried in April. And that really, uh, put me into a real fucking downward spiral of depression. Like, I had never, ever experienced before in my life. Like, I, I wouldn't say I wanted to kill myself or nothing, but it, it was... It was like I was dead inside. It was more like I didn't want to work anymore. I, I didn't want to live life like I used to anymore. I never wanted to wake up, never wanted to get out of bed, or leave my room, or even leave the house. Just practically dead inside. For months. For fucking months, I lived like that. So naturally, she left me as one would, and, uh. But, you know, goddammit, I'm a human being, and. Whether I like it or not, my dad did a pretty fucking great job of instilling his survival instincts within me. Because it, it, it took us going from having savings to just being flat out broke and being in debt and on the verge of eviction for me to really just snap out of it and get my fucking priorities straight. And thank fucking God, self-preservation kicked in. Because here I am today, man, and I'm sure it's different for everyone, so I'm sincerely so sorry if you were looking for some sort of wise life advice, but my, my truth is I felt a certain way for a while, and I couldn't shake that awful feeling, and it took another near-tragic experience for me to wake up, in a sense, to avoid it instead of enduring it, and then letting that break me apart even further. You know, maybe, maybe I'm just stronger than others, or maybe I've just lived long enough to want to survive. I don't know. And obviously, uh, with all that that's going on, you think I give a shit about fucking wrestling? Like, literally by the end of July, I wasn't watching any sort of wrestling for, God, almost a year and a half. No, 
months. Like, I wasn't watching any wrestling for months, but I really tuned out since practically the beginning of the pandemic. I didn't give a shit about any promotion. And then, of all fucking things, Christian Cage goes and wins the Impact title on Dynamite or Rampage, which makes me all in the stat, which makes me all nostalgic feeling for a minute, and uh, it, that caught my interest. But then CM Punk returned, and man, you're not gonna hear me ever talk shit about fans crying, because just like I needed Punk to rekindle my love for wrestling in 2012 after like a two, three year break, he finally made his long-awaited return just in time as I had completely lapsed from the sport nearly altogether. Yeah, and yeah, so uh, although completely unrelated to COVID, the pandemic has been quite a shitty experience for me as well. And honestly, when I started this podcast, it was used to fill the void of my life that was once devoted to watching wrestling. But I guess I fell into that category of fans who fell off the bandwagon because I purely couldn't enjoy empty arena wrestling matches. Like, as a novelty or gimmick match, yeah, I'm happy to watch fucking Sting versus Kurt Angle or Lawler versus Funk. But as an era as a whole, it just exposed me to my own childhood dream of becoming a wrestler was not something that I really wanted because at the end of the day, I personally could do anything else to make money. I just wanted to be a wrestler to honor those that came before me and to entertain or inspire others to follow in my footsteps. But that spirit, that spirit died to me when I saw the new reality of just doing this as a fucking job to fulfill content demands. And I, I suppose that perfectly segues back to my original point on, pro on producing future episodes because I don't want to dish out soulless weekly content for the sake of maintaining some fucking self-inflated ego. So I'm not going to do that. And that's that. Uh, and, and a story. We're, we're settled then. <laughs> but seriously, the logistics are this. As I explained in the beginning... What I wanted to do then and what I want to do now are actually two different things. Because what I wanted to do was explain and chart the history of Canadian professional wrestling from start to finish. But now, because I went on hiatus despite my good fortunes of having wrestling headlines promote my shit and having people donate to my show, I, I don't see myself getting back to that format anytime soon which sucks really because i i genuinely like the idea of actually doing that and not only that but also having a, a paper request episodic podcast like i feel as though like i lost the plot and therefore uh i'm just gonna have to rely on my own knowledge and my own personal curiosity to come up with other show ideas while i figure out a new format for the podcast uh, I, I got a few things in mind that require some fleshing out, like nothing set in stone, but some things I would like to discuss in the future would be like comparing Hulk Hogan in Canada to CM Punk in Chicago to see who is more beloved by the crowd, who sold more merchandise that week or month, if the figures exist, or who, who can keep the audience into the matches or promos better, because... Because here's the thing, I, I heard a lot of people, and I'm serious, I heard a lot of people comparing those two after Punk returned. 
but everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone kept referring to WrestleMania 18. And that's what kind of annoys me is everyone is forgetting that there is a week straight of Canadians losing their fucking minds over Mr. America in a similar vein to what we saw in AEW with Punk's debut. Literally like something like 12 fucking minutes of just straight up hot dogging and grandstanding and they went wild. I would actually love to try and dissect that further if I can just kind of flesh it out, you know what I mean? Another one that comes to mind, and honestly, this is fucking stupid, but so was the first one. <laughs> um, what if Jinder Mahal was given Christian Cage's an American gimmick and his push? And, and what if he was portrayed as a Canadian-born Punjabi who's fighting for two nations against America? And what if, if that was the case, either I break down if he should have returned with that gimmick at the start of 2017, and then progressively worked his way up towards his backlash match against Orton for the WWE title, or if I just begin from his random push in late fucking February or March of 18, and then go from there to his last match against Siles in November. I guess you could say it's a little cross between a... WWE style rewriting of the narrative type of story and your classic what-if scenario But not changing any of the matches any of the storylines or any of the outcomes I'm just changing Jinder Mahal's character himself to one more befitting In my perception at least to a flash-in-the-pan main event guy. How's that sound? Um, I guess a few other things that I haven't entirely thought through are <laughs> I want to review all the WWF and E televised events in chronological order because I actually really enjoyed doing that 97 Raw review despite how shit the actual show was. But I, th I thought it'd be kind of cool to do a recap of what got us here type of format before each show. Mainly because I personally found that segment to be more entertaining. Like, do you remember this type of bullshit or that dumb thing that happened that led us up to here? Especially since there are, like, so many large gaps between shows. Which would make the re- Which would make the recaps feel way more fresh and necessary, unlike this Kevin Dunn shit we've had for over 20 years now. Hmm. Now that I'm really thinking about it, though, I guess a personal goal of mine, at least for the foreseeable future, is to connect with some people here on the local independent level and document the history of their federations. Because truly, one thing I hate is this false narrative that indie wrestling didn't exist until the, the new millennium. Like, whether it was territory, outlaw, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, there's always been independent wrestling across the world. It's just that, unfortunately, most of those promotions weren't documented thoroughly <laughs> and end up getting lost in time as footnotes. And something else, I guess on a more personal level, even if everyone is done with this subject or just doesn't want to hear it from me personally i'd like to tell I, i'd like to tell the story of growing up a chris benoit fan and how that affected both my life and my fandom for a very long time trust me it's not a fucking sob story by any means but but more of like a psychological breakdown of feeling a false sense of guilt or shame for I guess finding enjoyment and watching people inflicting pain upon one another for one's entertainment. <laughs> F 
fuck, this is getting grim. Um, you know, I guess it'd be a good time now to actually reiterate that everything I'm willing to do was covered in a promo back in my pilot episode, but, uh, fuck. I suppose enough time has passed that I should actually start repeating myself now instead of just asp uh, assuming that over a thousand people are just gonna remember everything I said like it was fucking yesterday. Like, my dick ain't that big. My ego ain't my ego ain't that large. Like, I I'm keeping it real. I guess overall, I'd still like to do career retrospectives and breakdowns of matches or time spent in Canada. I just want to do it though off the top of my head instead of having to buy more books, audiobooks, magazines, fucking look at countless websites, listen to fucking hours of shoot interviews. It's not that I'm promoting ignorance, not whatsoever. I'm just quite honestly accepting that in adulthood, I gotta make time to do the things that I want to do that don't disrupt the flow of my life and income. I, I gotta spend the time I have wisely, if you know what I mean. So without sounding pretentious, I'd like to consider this less of a biopic podcast, but more of like a, a Dark Side of the Ring type of bring you up to speed education sort of show, instead of again, a, a literal history lesson. Like I don't expect anyone over 40 to, to enjoy what I'm doing, but maybe people un 35 and under, maybe, maybe they can vibe with my shit. But just so I don't make this into some sort of goddamn State of the Union type of throwaway show, just let me grab a coffee real quick to re-energize re myself as I go through what's in store next for this month. I honestly appreciate you guys sticking with me this far. I'll see you after the... Uh, yeah, I guess after the break. Why not? What's with the Canadian flag on your backpack? Well, some people in Europe have the impression that America has made some stupid choices in the past, so, oh, five years. So, for the next week, I'm from Canada. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> oh my god! I'm back and feeling good. Hope y'all are too. And like I said, I got a lot on the mind and I don't know how many people still subscribe to me on their podcast gimmicks. So yes, I am still taking requests for literally any amount of currency you feel like donating for a personalized podcast on whatever subject you would like discussed. If you're up for it, I'll leave a link in the description. Thanks to my podcast provider, Red Circle. And yeah, check out the site too if you want to start your own podcast for Christ's sakes. But getting back to what I was saying before, I didn't want to restart this show without putting in some prep work beforehand. So for my first full episode back, <laughs> honestly, this is not a joke, folks. I'm going to be talking about the man who makes mountains fucking avalanche with his earthquake eliciting foot stomps. You know who I'm talking about? That's right, the goddamn shark, John Tenta. And yeah, I've got quite a bit to say on him, and no doubt, no fucking doubt, Bruce Pit, Bruce Pitchard, Bruce Pitchard, whatever the fuck his name is, has already done an episode on him first, but fuck him. This is my own thing. And 
whenever I get that done and uploaded, I'll get to crack it on a kick-ass show about Terrible Ted, the wrestling bear. And I'm just saying now, if that bear was not Canadian-born, not Canadian-bred, or not at least Canadian-dead, I am still going to do an episode on him because I know some things, and with the help of Stu Hart's book and a bit of help from some historians, <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm sitting on a gold. I think I'm sitting on some gold with this one, folks. Stay tuned for that episode. I'm really looking forward to doing it. And next on the list is uh, looking back on the Chris versus Chris feud by checking out, highlighting, and reviewing the all-time classic Jericho versus Benoit rivalry. And fucking discussing some of their all-time great matches. It's a shame that they have largely gone lost to time. But the reason why I want to do this is... I haven't bought it myself, but I figure anyone who's purchased the complete list of Jericho... Will totally be baited into this show. So, it's something I want to do and it's an easy win for me. So yeah, there you go. And finally, after I get all those shows out of the way, I'll make the time to finalize whatever it is I'm lacking on a fucking Michael Elgin career summary. <laughs> That's right, y'all. Unless you've got some digital herpes, I will acknowledge any and all forms of godless, feckless, fecal-mattered freaks. Because the fact of the matter is, we cannot change the past. So let's just acknowledge it together and move forward with our lives with this insight now in mind. And, and that's enough said on that. I'm sure this is a bit dry for you Americans. I'm sorry. Uh, like I said, I, I've got no format here, no bullet points. When I hit record, I was actually silent for like well over a minute because I was just kind of thinking to myself, where am I going to go with this? But I think I got to where I wanted to be. And honestly, I think that about does it. Like, I'm not reading a script or anything. I, I've got my mic on and an adjustable arm to the right side of my laptop screen. So I've just kind of been kicking it sideways in my chair and sporadically staring at either the, the posters or the flags on my wall or my fucking ceiling for God knows how long. I don't know how long I've recorded for, but I knew you know one thing. Uh, it definitely wasn't an hour. <laughs> so I'm sorry to those who were reaching out last year and telling me that they liked my show. As I am also sorry to anybody who doesn't listen to podcasts under two hours, because that ain't my show, brother. Um, I, I'm back on track. I'm, I'm getting the show rolling, and it will be much better quality than this. Trust me. This is just me shooting from the hip. Actually, one sec, it's been a while. You can donate anything as you feel comfortable parting with to the show via Red Circle, and you can follow me on the Twitter gimmick at MLWHistoryPod. And holy shit, I've got 185 followers. Wow. That's, that's pretty awesome. Like, I'm sorry, I'm a little embarrassed because I didn't know that. I haven't been on Twitter in forever, man. That's awesome. Thank you so much for the support, you guys. Also, if you haven't ever, or at least in a while, can you do me a favor and check out WrestlingHeadlines.com? They've got the latest news, they got the latest results, they have some awesome and incredibly diverse columns and podcasts discussing everything going on in the world of wrestling, and I think you'd be doing yourself a favor if you feel like you're missing out on that content. Like, it has been an institution on the internet for over 23 years now, so they're doing fucking something right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I guess that about does it for me right now, so thanks again for giving a guy a chance. Honestly, I do appreciate it. Hopefully it hasn't been too long that I've forgotten how to say goodbye, so until next time, folks, I hope everybody listening continues to remain calm, keep strong, and stay free.